It is Wednesday, April 27th, and you are listening to Run That Back. I am Scott Bunn. And I am Tom Chalmers, and this is your Indie Sports Radio. Tom, it's April. Woo! April and, o- Tail end. and October, the two best sports months of the year. Uh, we've got the NFL draft is happening tomorrow. Uh, Major League Baseball is in full steam. Yes. We've got the end of the NHL season. Uh, we're in the midst of a really weird first round of the NBA playoffs, but very entertaining. Uh, and here we are. It's the semifinals of the Champions League. That's right. Uh, we had the first leg of, of, of those two uh, matches uh, oh yesterday gosh. and today, which were uh, both quite entertaining. Very entertaining. Um, yeah, there's so much to talk about. So in the middle of that... We thought that we would not do what people would expect, and instead, uh, welcome to the show our longtime friend and reason why we're here, Andy Korn, to uh, offer some uh, gay sports talking points (laughs) that are grossly overlooked. I'm here to represent the gayest sport of all, which I'm shocked that you guys uh, ignored in your opening statement here. It is also the Professional Bowling Association quarterfinals. That's big. We are in the very, very end of an extremely important season. <laughs> You're like kind of holding it. Like, because they're all yes. big, fat guts. <laughs> and they do have those guts. <laughs> the flabalanche. We, yes. we, we did do a bowling show earlier oh. at this uh, in 2021. Dude, but fully it, dedicated. Yeah, yes. it, it was pretty good. Uh, before we get into all of this, uh, we also have... Our, our good f- friend, Fran Murphy, a.k.a. Fran the Intern. What's his new title? What did we just... Vice President Fran Francisco. It's beautiful. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, here we are. We've got lots of things to talk about. But you, um, you said this right off the bat, that the Run That Back, the Scott and Tom friendship, the... the um, sort of official incorporated um, <laughs> business that we are as well, all started because of Andy Korn. One gay mic. <laughs> one gay brunch. Oh, yes. It was hot love. Uh, one gay brunch we, in we, West Asheville. We ago. reviewed this at, at various points, but yes, I came to Asheville because uh, a show that Andy Korn wrote mm-hmm. and uh, co-starred in That's called right. Backyard Fruit was performed in Los Angeles along with uh, two other fantastic uh, 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 actresses, um, Tabitha Hall and Lori Funk. That's right. And, and it was invited to be the premiere show of the 35 Below Black Box Bakes at Asheville Community Theater by mm-hmm. Jenny Bunn, Jenny Scott's Bunn. wife. A yeah. fantastic theater administrator. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, she was... Uh, uh, so-so mother. So-so. <laughs> yeah, just so-so. <laughs> yeah. But, but she, was, she was looking for plays That's and right. stumbled upon yours. She found me you, online. Yeah, and you <laughs> emailed so... her back in about three minutes. I couldn't believe it. I was yeah. like, this sucker wants me to come to... <laughs> right? What? Because it was a multi-character show about yeah. sort of like growing up gay in the South yeah. and some other satellite characters. Yeah. So it seemed... For it her, was... I pitched it as a queer greater tuna. Y'all I remember Greater yes. Tuna? I, I don't. I did a production of Greater Tuna <laughs> here in the Asheville area. I was like, that's what it is, kind of. Yes. <laughs> um, so it turned out to be a good invitation. Andy yes. came here uh, early, did some initial casting, found two great actresses Amazing. here. Uh, Sarah Carpenter and Carla Pridgen. Carla Pridgen. Yeah. Um, Who remain friends. Yep. But uh, got to the point where he was like, I should start focusing on the acting part of things. So, hey, Tom, can you come and sort of help you know, mount the show in the last two weeks? Um, so uh, I came up and he's like oh by the way I did find where you're going to live next like what (laughs) Uh, 
<laughs> but he's like, we'll talk about that when you get here. So uh, I, I get here. We're doing the show. It's well received. We worked very hard oh, yeah. to, to put it up in that space. Yeah. Andy did become a bit of a, of a gay celebrity. A minor at, celebrity. At time. A minor so they're uh, not even the adjective, just celebrity. No, yes, I mean, you know, it's Western NC. There are bigger <laughs> celebrities out here. You know. Um, so Madison Cawthorn. I'm not sure if it continues, but there was a, a gay brunch. Uh, I, I want to say at the Huddle House, uh, Stony Knob, no, Stony, oh, Stony Knob Cafe. Was, yeah, yeah. Right. L- little classy. Come on, it's Huddle's classy. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, which uh, Andy was invited to. Uh, I believe uh, Drewski yeah, was the, visiting. Some of the gays oh, yeah, were Drewski. like trying to reach That's out. Uh, a friend had come down. Yeah. Uh, so you, you guys are there, and you're very well received. And I'm also there. And people kind of like, "What's your deal?" And I was like, uh, "Straight and married." And they're like. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you taking up a seat? You know, yeah. why are you at a throne? Yes. So I was like, oh, it okay. really is defiling a gay brunch to bring a straight person there. I didn't realize. I, I'm a bad. I'm obviously a bad gay. I've failed upwards in gay. You're like, oh yeah, Tom's here. I'm too. like a. Yeah. I'm like a Hollywood executive, except in gay, you know, corporation <laughs> where I've just failed up, up, and up. Uh, and again, I'm more than comfortable yeah. in this combination of things, but uh, I just was not. Uh, all that important to the conversation. No. Yes. So yes. I'm sort of standing there, really getting to know the the light fixtures at the Stony Knob, <laughs> and otherwise, the previously mentioned Jenny Bunn comes in to drop off a poster or uh-huh. have some sort of connection with you about the show, mm-hmm. and sort of you know we had you know met uh, in passing a few times, and sort of sees this kind of guy just like. <sighs> like just <laughs> abandoned at the end of the table, and it, she was like, kind of steps away, comes back, she's like, um. Would you have any interest in going to watch football? Because I'm about to go meet my husband. Do you need a friend? <laughs> yeah. uh, and I was like, yes, please. Yes, yeah, take Darling, me. do go. you need a friend? Me want friend. to go there. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and we had this like glorious first date, Tom and I did. Did you guys like, really go to a football game? Uh, she dropped me well, off at, at the sports bar. And oh, I was watching Bills. It was week one of the NFL. Oh. And it was Bills Patriots. And, oh, my God. And it was awesome. And That's the Bills, so perfect. And the Bills won. And then we had had this amazing day it was like the day that jenny and i signed the contract of our first house oh, yeah. and so tom went with it you we're like do you want to go he's like yeah and so we went and we went to our real it, it really was like and, like one of the old like david letterman segments where we're like yeah. we're just gonna bring this audience member along with us or it's like uh the the David Letterman and Steve Martin yeah. have a day together. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like that. But then, like, uh, we signed the thing at our realtors, and like, they had this movie theater in the basement. We were like <laughs> drinking and watching all this stuff. And Tom was like, This is awesome. <laughs> you know? So, what started off as not a great Sunday turned into an excellent Sunday. The best Sunday ever. And then eventually that led to uh, Jenny. Yeah. Constantly hearing us ha- uh, extend <laughs> evenings by talking about sports at the door or yeah. in the garage, in other words, to both encourage but also to give her some break. <laughs> you you should do this in front of microphones. Yeah, um, like you guys, this is funny. It's amusing. I, I find it entertaining, though it's a little late. Yeah, audience <laughs> you know? of one. Yeah, Oof. yeah. Uh, and 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 here we are. So and thank are. you, Wait, Andy. Steve Sachs was born from you guys just. Boring each other about sports. We weren't boring out. one another. No, just boring those boring around us. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's great. Exactly. Oh, that's so, so, so thank you, Andy. Well, yeah. I just want to say, if you've made any money off of this, uh, my standard and customary fee is fifteen percent. Well, when Steve Sachs does come through with the lawsuit, we'll be sure to attach <laughs> you. <laughs> As a board member. (laughs) Wait a minute. All right. So let's shift to some. um, Let's shift to some. 
present day uh, sports activity. Right. Yes. Uh, and, and one of our favorites. So t- mm-hmm. tomorrow is the NFL draft, which that's we've right. always talked about. Oh, oh hooray! Fingers crossed, boys. What a glorified job fair. Yeah. Like, yes. That's what really tomorrow is. is. Is just I've never seen people so excited about uh, a job fair. Yeah. yeah. A job fair with some really bad suits. Let's be honest. Uh, yes. Sometimes. And sometimes. Sometimes it's great. But we have we have sort of hit on it uh, a couple of reasons why there is the success that it is is one is that it's the intersection of college football with pro football Mm -hmm. like it's like that passing of the torch but also it is like a sports game show like we don't know where this guy's gonna go and now he's found out what team what city he's living in and it's kind of like this cool reality show game show it really does feel like a lottery live lottery Mm -hmm. yeah if you're not really super into it when you dial into it you're just like what is this insanity (laughs) it feels like a 1970s like game show yeah fran do you like the the nfl draft or the nba draft i do it's pretty exciting to me uh probably tune in tomorrow for at least the first round yeah first First round's fun yeah it's fun i and they've made it now a multi-day event so we have uh uh, so the first round is thursday night uh second and third round of friday night and then the rest of it is uh is on saturday and it is kind of amazing that we're here there a couple things one thing we did like about the quarantine times is that uh uh, it involved having to uh, zoom into people's homes while they were sort of found out their future yeah and it was very funny to yeah, see sort of that. like the awkward girlfriend sort of like pulling down her her top and yeah. like standing and then like the it brother was. who's just like over it like i don't even care at this point it was uh, really weird. Uh, uh, but seeing like oh what an interesting apartment look, look at where this coach lives all that kind of stuff well, where are they tomorrow are they in vegas they are. I think it's, it's Vegas. in Vegas. Um, so the other thing, though, is the snap judgments that last an entire career. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jenny enjoys the Buffalo Bills, enjoys watching the Bills. And so, you know, we were watching the draft. She's kind of in uh, in her chair, like on the phone, but kind of looking up. Trevor Lawrence, a quarterback taken by the Jacksonville Jaguars that night last year, she immediately was like, I'm out on this guy. Don't like him at all because of like <laughs> how he looked, because of everybody that was there, how he was inter- interacting with people. So yeah, uh, yeah, th- he he was immediately on on the list. Are you a lifelong Bills fan? Oh yeah. How do you feel having a governor of New York from Western New York finally push through a new stadium? That's uh, a pretty, pretty big good. Deal. Yeah, I mean, this. Yeah, look at you, Andy, talking about real sports. But yeah. uh, yes, it, yeah, that's a big deal in our state. Yeah. In our state, yeah, and they've been spe- they're spending a lot they of money a on, lot that, of tax on that stadium. But let's just remember they are the only professional football cr- team in the state of New York. Yes. The Jets and Giants both are in New Jersey, yeah, so it really is kind of crazy. It, it is. It um, is. It and is. it's overdue. They're a great team. And I was they, just watching that. Uh, I did actually watch that ESPN doc. The, the Four Falls Four, of Buffalo. Oh, my God. That was so good. Yeah, isn't it crazy? It was, I was weeping. Jenny was, too. I like, know. Like, you it's, can't not watch that and cry. It's it so great. crazy. I know. Me. And and so, um, so yeah, that, I mean, that stadium, they've been playing in the same stadium since 1972. That's so, nuts. TikTok. Long overdue. Yeah, long overdue. But it did uh, take... A, Governor from Western New York, I, I think yeah. that first helps. one in history. Yep. 
to get that done. Uh, and we won't r- remind ourselves of how they got there. Yes. Um, uh, what I do like no about need. the draft and, and thing with sports is finally people can stop talk stop guessing about what's going to happen and yes. start reacting to something that actually happened. So I, I, I find that satisfying, although it can be conf- confusing to track. Um, but also nice, and then Andy, we're just going to ask you real quickly. Um, so yeah, p- uh, people's lives are going to change tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So uh, um, you know, uh, you know, young men who have been kind of like practicing and playing, blah, blah, are about to shift from, uh, I hope this works out to, oh, I, I'm now going to sign a contract for, for millions of dollars. You are a talent manager. You mm-hmm. have. Was. Uh, was. Former. Uh, nice. Um, yeah. So you have worked with, or you're also friends with people who have just done well in the industry. Yeah, um, I have friends who do sports. You know, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts come to mind of that, that, that day when it just went from like, oh, I'm no longer a aspiring actor. I'm now sort of arrived. The big thing that people don't realize is, is that, of course, it's a great TV show, The mm-hmm. Draft is that what's going on behind the scenes for months and months and months are very sophisticated and, I believe, under-the-radar negotiations because I'm not mm. quite sure how it works with college to professional, but there's some things you can and can't say or do. Right. I think you could talk. Yeah. Um, and so there's all this you know, horse trading essentially going on. And then the other thing that you guys can speak to more than I can is, is that a lot of these decisions are made about cha- you know caps. And so... The salary caps. Yeah, the salary yeah. caps per team often are making these choices. I mean, it really is be above my pay grade to talk about, but I can tell you that they're all humongous billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar yeah. corporations, each one of these teams, and they're making decisions about these young men's lives, primarily financial. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily really – it isn't a human decision. It's really just a business decision. Most of these guys are so – suited i call them mobbed up suited up with reps by the time they get to tomorrow yeah that they know and so the like for them the drama it's long it's over the fact that they're even in the mm-hmm. draft and all that you know that's the the victory for them they know they're going to play but the teams are making these humongous financial decisions of that that you know, or revolve around their salary caps. So, because you know, I want to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo a lot. Wait, hold on. But you know, his team obviously, if they give him up, saves twenty five million dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is not nothing. Mm-hmm. That lets them buy how many players? Right. And we're getting into the weeds on this stuff. But Wait, I, I, can we play this uh, yes. sca- uh, this uh, routine? So uh, uh, Joe Zimmerman, a c- c- comedian who uh, uh, came out of Asheville, now lives in New York, doing really well on on tour. We had him uh, on the show a little while back. He's got a nice little reference to what the NFL draft is about. I love watching the NBA. I, I really enjoy the, the NBA, NBA draft because every year the worst team gets to pick the best player. Which is kind of rough on the best player. Can you imagine that in a real world scenario? Your top of your class, Harvard Law School, (laughs) some failing company in Toledo. (laughs) That's true, though. We'll take him. (laughs) Congratulations, Tim. You're coming to Ralph's Litigators. (laughs) You're the best. Here, put on our hat. It says Ralph's. It's missing an apostrophe. <laughs> we need you to fix a lot around here. <laughs> <laughs> That's Joe Zimmerman uh, talking about the NBA draft, but it but, holds for the NFL yeah. draft as well. One quick thing about um, uh, before we leave the NFL draft, 
Um, great movie um, called Draft Day, uh, directed by Ivan Reitman, as you said, Tom, great, great. starring Kevin Costner. Uh, lots of good uh, football players, but a lot of behind-the-scenes intrigue. My whole family loved it. Uh, very suspenseful. But then when you – it's like, yay, you drafted the guys you wanted to. <laughs> like, it's this amazingly weird thing that you're like, okay, what are we – I mean, there's no football at all nope. on the screen. I mean – Testament to great filmmakers. That is what it is. Any given conference call. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You want to set up this next segment? Uh, Well, when I heard that Andy was going to be coming through town, uh, I, of course, always want to use my radio shows and podcasts as just reasons to catch up with friends uh, on air. Um, So I was like, "Uh, Andy, please come and join us on the show as you have done once before. Please, please, please. So Andy responded like, oh, sure, I'd like to do that. And then uh, followed up with, (laughs) here are some gay talking points I think should be addressed (laughs) as part of my appearance on the show. So we were like, of course. Yes. Uh, And we decided we will give the second segment as the the platform. I really did not expect this. For your no- well, uh, I enjoy anything that you're right, and it should be uh, always shared. So, uh, uh, I telling you with the with hand to God, I sent that as a joke, and <laughs> now here we are, and I'm I'm about to talk about NASCAR twinks. I might not make it to the parking lot alive. Right. There you go. But uh, again, uh, this is when Asheville FM goes. Oh, we actually like the show this week. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it was – what was the title of this? The title of this uh, document that I circulated uh, among the team here at Steve Sachs Syndrome is approved uh, Run list- that back. We're not Steve Sachs Syndrome sorry, anymore. Sorry, that's correct. Yep. Excuse yep. me. The former, the former. There you go. Uh, approved list of sports topics for the gay. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to drop the gay guest. And, and yeah. just just yeah. go with them all. Here's, yeah, here's, here's number one. Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Now that he's got just the one arm, do I have a shot? <laughs> he can't, you know, he can't push me away. I know. He can't keep pushing me <laughs> he's, away. He's a handsome man. WWE World Wrestling Entertainment, which, as you know, Tom, I many years have managed Randy Orton, so I, I've been inside the organism of the WWE. And my question is, too gay or just gay enough? <laughs> I've seen things. Uh, number three, NASCAR. Twinks, Ty Gibbs. And Sam Mayer, who is on top? I don't know, guys. Half a mile of hell. Oh my God. Of course, we're talking scoring just, just, system. Just, yes. just a the recent standings. brawl that they had yes. at the uh, Speedway, which I'm touring on Friday. I'm taking a nice, pri- nice private tour. Uh, number four, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Why are you looking at me so cute like that in your subway ad? He's a, he's a very handsome he man. He is. Um, I think. I mean, I there's one or two things I would change, like I, less gold chains, mm. more underwear. Number okay. five, Pro Bowling Association. Who has the sexiest personality? <laughs> Just kidding, it's the Aussie. Um, he's so good. He's so. If you're not watching, uh, quarterfinals begin this week. Semis two weeks. Finals and uh, early May. Incredible mm. opportunity to really see some seriously boring people. Uh, number six. Dear Tom Brady, <laughs> dear Joe Montana, breaking up with your hot ex. Number seven. Beautiful. Julian Edelman, hotter than Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't think so, but nice try. Mm, yeah. Number eight, rugby. Is it just 
gay sports for bros. It, 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 it is <laughs> it like is. when Abercrom- Abercrombie and yeah. Fitch kind of like did their transformation. I don't you follow know? a lot of sports on the TikTok, but I do follow a lot of rugby talk talks. Yeah. And um, those guys, they're, they're, they're pretty gay. Yeah, they're gay. Just the term scrum. The scrum bungee jumpers. What is it? No bungee. What is it called? Bungee. Bungee. The little underwears that they wear. I mean, they're just adorable. They really are. They're my favorite sport. Yeah. Uh, There is an active rugby scene here in in Asheville that we have featured. We've had we've had folks on here. um, It is a really incredibly difficult sport. I mean, that uh, is. They have been playing down at Carrier Park and compete with you know teams from Atlanta and the region. No way. uh, 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 (laughs) Andy, are you going to extend your vacation? (laughs) Suddenly, Andy decides to move back to Asheville. Uh, It is funny. hearing your list very entertaining that's great <laughs> but we also have been texting with our friend waylon wood mm-hmm. uh the last gayest sports show we episode we've had when waylon came on to talk about entertaining for your super bowl party but he was <laughs> he's going to uh chicago bulls game tonight he's wow. or he's watching the bulls tonight hey. with some friends so he said i need some talking points give me some things so we were like texting him things to say and he's like praises. oh this is great this like, is terrific tough first round matchup i yeah. told my friend in la i was like i'm doing a sports radio show <laughs> and then i'm going to a nascar track four day, three days later what is happening to me? <laughs> um, just going to circle back. So I don't know enough about it. So I'll just ask, mm. like, uh, uh, is there clear, like, NFL marketing to the gay community? Well, there is now. Mm. Yeah, that's changed. You know, to women, you know, there's no, there are no fools. They go where the money is. Right. So there's clear uh, targeted advertising either through, you know, it's not very sophisticated. It's the places you'd think you'd see it. Mm. Sports bars for right. the gays. Mm-hmm. Champs. Stuff like that. <laughs> Um, uh, various, you know, branded tie-ins, Budweiser's, what have you. Um, and then if you're, you know, as you know, most, I mean, if not all major league baseball, they all have gay nights, Mm. um, multiple times, you know, multiple times because they're profitable. Yeah. And, uh, and then certain NFL teams have just been nothing less than extraordinary. Uh, obviously the Las Vegas Raiders in the last season Mm -hmm. had an incredible, uh, opportunity and they met it. I, yeah. was, I get I get a little tear eyed. I'm no. sorry they cut him. I'm sorry they cut him. Um, I they cut their gay uh, player. Unfortunately, he did not make a. Um, you know, he's probably in the, I'm assuming he's in the draft. Uh, that's oh, not no. how it works. Yeah, he's he'd be a free agent. Oh, he's a free agent. Yeah. yeah, he's a free agent. And then, um, so Andy is. Are there sports that you'll be like, oh, I enjoy this? Of course. Yeah. Pro bowling, because I grew up in a bowling alley. Yeah. I could just really, I, I you know, <laughs> I could just lose like, you know, weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a very hypnotic uh, sport. Tennis, mm-hmm. uh, which I have donated, I, I, I'm going to say just years of my life. Yeah. Glued to a, you know, tennis matches. Um, and I do like football. Mm-hmm. I am. I know I'm a little bit of an outlier in my community, but I I like football. I, I have to say I don't like going to NFL games. No, I'm they're just watching. Yeah, they're kind they're, of like terrible. Live. That's uh, that's the whole. That's the dirty little secret that pro football it's is really boring in person, but great on TV. Super. And baseball is boring on TV and great in person. So fun. I'm not as yeah. big a baseball fan. That's um, okay. I don't really have a team. I don't have a dog in that hunt. But I grew up in a football family. Yeah. 
Um, uh, yeah, Carl Nas- <coughs> uh, Nassib is how you say his last Carl name? Carl Nassib. Nassib. Yes. Um, so, yeah, had a good year. I thought, again, the Raiders are not known as an organization that always handles things well. And, you know, Mark They Davis had a really crazy it, year. Of is scandal. a little kind of confused uh, at times. But, yeah, they, I think they did handle that well in that they made just a big enough deal about it, yeah. but not enough that it sort of became like, yeah. oh, so now he gets special privileges. Yeah, it like, didn't become the yeah. main thing about yeah. the team. Unfortunately, they had players involved in real problems yes, yes. Uh, but, but you were right he was he was released a few uh, uh weeks back it was but again, my first now is the time for that bought, was number 90 carl nassib right oh, it goes back to what you're talking about it's just all salary considerations it so is. again i think i know it's weird to be comfortable with that that probably had nothing to do with it that didn't. and it's just about we're going to go and pick a player who is younger and cheaper than you I think he was pretty clear-eyed about it too. Yeah, you know he didn't he didn't be like oh you know he, it's just not his style anyway. Right. He's a real NFL guy. Yeah, I know oh, he's pretty. He'll pretty, get picked up quick. Somebody's gonna pick um, him up. And that, yeah, so uh, that's my slight annoyance with kind of sports media because often you know talking about a Jimmy Garoppolo or otherwise and be like oh which I know the the uh, ladies sure like to look at him. I'm like <laughs> and why not just say and I'm sure more than a few guys. Oh like, no, why every guy just, wants to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Why can't you just add that sort of qualifier no. and, instead? of like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> no, he has a humongous gay fan base. He knows it. He plays for the San Francisco 49ers. Right. That's not, you know, nothing in terms of media markets and availabilities. And now he's using this shoulder surgery time, recovery time, to cut some commercial spots. Yeah. Uh, so which, all of a sudden, he's on all of our TVs. Uh, he may not be on the 49ers for much longer. I don't longer. think... I, that's a yeah. lot of money to be able to say. And well, they have a... They drafted Trey yeah, Lance. Yeah, so, so he's... You know, is he ready to play? That's the question. It's That's the why question. people are wondering why haven't you gotten rid of Jimmy Garoppolo yet? It would make sense, you know, so you don't have kind of a fight. And where does Jimmy Garoppolo go? Carolina? I don't know. I mean, it's it's a kind of a weird situation. I think by this point, it's either Carolina or he stays on the 49ers. And um, he's 30. So it's also like, what, you know, does a team like Carolina go, here's $50 million? So you are from North Carolina. Yes. If Jimmy Garoppolo goes to the Panthers, are you? Does that change anything about your relationship with the Panthers? Well, I loved their quarterback, who was obviously very controversial and says a lot of stupid stuff. Oh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton has yeah. a, a beautiful silver foot that it lots of times ends up in his <laughs> mouth. Um, I thought he was just, you know, like a bona fide star yeah. of the NFL. Carolina was really lucky to have him. But uh, would it change my relationship to the Panthers? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I grew up in a Dolphins family and uh, a Steelers yeah. family. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that is just, it's really tough to shake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm like, and, and we, because the, uh, what do they call now? The Washington football team? The Commanders. The Commanders were the closest NFL team to, yeah. to North Carolina when I was growing up. We also had this kind of like s- side hustle. They were like <laughs> yes. our side piece. But uh, my mother... Um, was from Pittsburgh and grew up in Miami, mm-hmm. so it was really you know Steelers and Dolphins all the way. Yeah, those two teams. That's an entrenched fan base. You really yeah. can't. Yeah. I mean, Steeler Nation. Once you're in, try to escape. Oh, it's yeah, like you it really is Alcatraz. Okay, we are back here on Run That Back, uh, talking to Andy Korn about a cornucopia of sports-related <laughs> topics. Uh, but first, we want to hit the sports calendar here on Run That Back. Fran, what you got for us? Duke's A.J. Griffin declared for the NBA draft on Sunday. He is the fifth Blue Devil to declare, and he's projected first-round pick, potentially top 10. Five-star recruit G.G. Jackson committed mm-hmm. to playing basketball for the UNC Tar Heels earlier today. 
Jackson is a top five player in his class. Hmm. NC State's offensive lineman Ikam Ikwanu is a projected top five pick in the NFL draft, which is set to begin tomorrow night. The Carolina Hurricanes clinched the Metro Division crown with a 4-3 win over the Rangers last night. Nice. The Stanley Cup playoffs begin on Monday, where Carolina could potentially match up against the Boston Bruins. Bring it. Nice. In more local and um, less positive news, the oh. Asheville Taurus dropped to 2-14 and with a 14-4 loss last night. They have a game at McCormick Field tonight against the Winston-Salem Dash. Oh. The Atlanta Braves defeated the Cubs 3-1 to yesterday to improve to 8-10. and They face off against Chicago again tonight. Over the weekend, the Charlotte Hornets fired head coach James Borrego. Whoa. Potential repro- replacements for Borrego include Dave Yeager, Quinn Snyder, and Terry Stotts. And lastly, the Atlanta Hawks were eliminated from the playoffs last night in Game 5 of their first-round series against the Heat. Trey Young was held to only 11 points on 2-for-12 shooting. Trey Young. It's too bad. Came up pretty small. (laughs) Uh, Well well done, Fran. Yeah, thank you for that, Fran. Uh, So, uh, Tom, you wanted to talk a little bit about going viral. Well, just, yeah, what an opportunity having uh, Andy here on the show. So, yeah, as we head into the NFL draft, and one of the bigger stories of the last few years Mm -hmm. was a few years back when – a player, again, went viral as the, the draft was unfolding. So Laramie Tunsil is mm-hmm. his name. He is a defensive... A offensive, offensive tackle. Tackle, um, who was highly regarded. And they were sort of wondering, you know, where, where he might fall. And all of a sudden, there was a video circulated showing him basically doing like a gas mask bong hit kind of thing. Oh, I remember that. Uh, yeah. So exactly. Oh. So this is where kind of sports kind of bleeds past the regular corners oh, and all of a sudden yeah. everyone's talking about it. So instead of maybe going where he might have, all of a sudden people are like, wait, is this a, is this a thing? And it's like, you know, again, like, yeah, in college at He's one point, someone went, yeah. dude, try this kind of yeah. thing. Um, but again, it was just crazy how it just dominated everything else. And then this and got, it released like the hour before the draft. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it just one of those things. Where and he never got to play in the NFL. No, oh, he did. No, no, no. So he got drafted just a little bit later. He ended up being uh, drafted by, by the Dolphins. By the Dolphins. Oh. Yeah. And then it ended up being actually a big trade. He was traded then to the Houston Texans, uh, who then gave the Dolphins a lot of draft picks, which I believe resulted in um, mm. uh, Tua, Tua. Uh, ended up uh, being drafted early. Kind of thing. Is that crazy? Like how all that like it's just and such cause and effect in that world but in real time he lost money <clears throat> because God, of it yes, because of well because he was drafted um you know several spots lower than he would have been like you're kind of slotted in yeah. like you kind of know what your contract is depending on what pick you are so he lost millions with that one thing so it's like x it's like one to 50 you know you're going to be making no X-M- but like one like he was probably going to be a top five pick, Whoa. but then he was a fourteen pick, just a fourteenth, like nine picks later, and you still lose a ton. You lose yep. a lot of money, but he, you know, kudos to him. He made a lot of money um, by playing really well, you know, and he did well. So it, uh, the story does end well. We do want to transition to that, <laughs> but today he 
tweeted this out. I'm officially moving on and putting this moment in the past. I'm minting a one-of-one NFT of the infamous gas mask video to be listed. A portion of the proceeds will benefit Last Prisoner Projects, which supports those incarcerated for for cannabis offenses. So, yeah, he's done it well. So, I'm against NFTs on A thousand percent against them, except for this this case. is actually kind of cool. Has there anybody bought it yet? Or has anybody? I, I don't played, know. Played, he played announced it, it today. So wow. that's all uh, great. we've heard. So we'll try to quickly transition. Yes. So we have a perfect person to talk to about what it is to go viral. Um, so slightly different situation. But uh, uh, Andy's uh, uh, mom passed away uh, uh, a few months back. Yes. Um, and Andy wrote an incredible obituary mm-hmm. that was funny and honest. And if, if, if you knew uh, Andy's mom, Renee, just painted an accurate picture of all the wonderful and slightly contradictory things about her. All the palette. And it just took off. Yes. Um, and really, all of a sudden, people are sending me like, hey, have you seen this? And I'm like, yeah. yes, that's my friend Andy. <laughs> I, <know>. I literally <laughs> spoke to him minutes after his <laughs> mom was sort of, you know, taken off uh, the yeah. machines and things like that. Yeah. But great. So, uh, Andy, just try to take us through what it was to all of a sudden, next thing you know, uh, you are on all the news I Wires. would say uh, nobody is prepared for it, mm. and I have a lot of uh, compassion and sympathy for untrained, unmedia trained, un mm-hmm. uh, you know ill prepared people who this happens to. And I've been in, obviously been in show business all these many many years. I've, I'm media savvy. I still felt this sense of I'm going to drown right <laughs> now wow. and i and i wasn't on my own i had help i you know i had people looking in on me and helping me and helping me field some of these requests ultimately um and also you know, your mom had just and died my mother too. that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah. what i was getting ultimately yeah. my mother had just died yeah and so i had to continuously pivot to uh that reality mm. because there are certain if you haven't lost a parent you're lucky and call your mommy right now and tell your lover yes but if you have uh you know that there are things that have to happen more or less right mm-hmm. away. And so, and as the, not only like the, you know, not like she had no estate. She literally left like Pringles cans and empty, <laughs> you know, empty uh, Pepsi ca- you know, cartons. Yeah. So I had no, uh, you know, inheritance really to deal with, but I did have, which is in the obituary. It's in the obituary. So yes. I had a, um, <laughs> I had a legacy to, uh, and a bunch of mess to contend with immediately. And my, Impulse was to be protective of my brothers, mm. and that was really important to me because they were getting calls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, if anybody else, <laughs> if anybody else's parents croak and they go viral with their obituary, <laughs> I highly recommend you designate one person in the family, one only, to answer or solicit or wow. field right. all media inquiries. And- and that became me because I had the most media yeah, training. I can't imagine anyone more prepared for yeah, that. And still. I really was a. You but know, even so, I know you. I saw you in some of those interviews being like, yeah. how is it that I'm here? I'm like, yes, yes. CNN guy. I yes. will politely answer your question and continue to celebrate uh, the <laughs> quality of the of my mom that seems to have yes. connected with people. But uh, but also, what is going on? What is yeah. happening yeah. right now? Why am, I, why am I accusing Larry King of stealing $80,000 from my mom's parents? Right. Which he did. Um, <laughs> and mainly what I would say is I, you know, uh, I felt also, I, you've known me for so long, yeah. so you've known that I'm a writer, you've known both sides of me. I have been really one foot out of the business side of the show business for quite some time and I was making my way already out and I felt my mother's large size 14 XXX <laughs> heavy foot kick in my butt 
all the way out saying, take this. Yeah. This is my gift. I'm going to do one thing right. I'm going to not only die on time, but that's, that's going to make uh, make some opportunity for you. Take this chance. Go. So it was also very conscious throughout this process of like, this isn't going to happen again, and it won't, yeah. really. If you're waiting for an instance of virality to happen again, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I felt that I could take certain steps, meet agents, publishers, all that stuff, and go on the media tour that I went on. Ultimately, because I knew I already was working on a book, and this became that like final kick in the pants that I needed. So nice. that's uh, what it was for me. But it's exciting because, as you mentioned in those initial interviews, the, uh, that, that there would be a memorial service at a bowling alley. That's correct. And it's we're, happening. We are approaching that date. It, so it is happening. A sports connection again? That's correct. My mother, uh, Renee Mandel Corin, was a man- manager at B&B Lanes in Fayetteville, North Carolina, on Fort Bragg Boulevard. <laughs> and uh, for many, many, many years, it's not only where she worked, it's where I grew up and where I was almost born and where I had... <laughs> Uh, 11 years in a row of the wrong birthday because she got my birthday wrong for 11 years in a row. And it's where she tried to make up for that wrong birthday by giving me my favorite Muppet cake, which, of course, was Grover. And she brought out, yes, Oscar the Grouch cake. (laughs) It is a scene of so many small and petty family crimes. I would need another whole hour to go through. We are going to celebrate my mother, who I call the Queen of the Dirtbags. Um, and, uh, because she was, and we're going to have a, uh, we're going to have a final ball for her. We're going to roll it down the lanes. Uh, on, we've going to paint some pins pink. We're going to carry her ashes out in a bowling bag, uh, playing Havana Gila <laughs> on a Bluetooth speaker. And we're going to have Pepsi and donuts just like she wanted. Just like she wanted. <laughs> well, uh, well, that's great. So again, it was just really interesting next, to have you uh, here. Yeah, next Saturday, that's the, uh, that's the eighth, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Next Saturday the 8th, the day before Mother's Day. Um, and uh, we're going to be there at 3 o'clock if anybody wants to be in Fayetteville. It's open to all. Uh, you did extend the invitation Anybody's gonna, on, I, on I, all of these media uh, yeah, outlets. What I have been very, I think, not cautious, but you know, uh, I haven't subsequently gone on a media <laughs> tour inviting people because I'm like, I need to maybe cool off on that. <laughs> So, um, you know, because who, who knows who's going to go. There are people on Twitter who sent me money for flowers. Wow. You know, awesome. folks are crazy. I'll just be there. So yeah. uh, the, the 7th is the Saturday. That's correct. And 8th is Mother's Day. Oh, 8th is, Mother, eighth is Mother's Day. Yes. Yeah, no, a 7th is the memorial. And then on the 8th, we're driving to the Outer Banks and we're dumping her ashes off the Nags Head uh, Fishing Pier. <laughs> it's awesome. Again, <laughs> just like she wanted. Uh, well, that's great. Well, Andy, we want to thank you thank for you. your yep. visit here, and uh, that story needed to be shared again, <laughs> um, and your talking points and just your general and, energy. And you really need to read the obituary. Yeah. yeah. So I'll put it up on uh, Run That Back's Facebook page. Um, you can do that starting tomorrow. It's the second most famous obituary, I think, uh, in it, American history. It's beautiful. There's Gettysburg, and then there's Renee Mandel Corin. It's, it's beautifully <laughs> written. It's so one funny. 1A, 1B, if you ask me. Um, what I wanted to uh, follow up again. Uh, thanks to uh, Andy Korn for joining us. We also wanted to thank uh, Rod Murphy for being on with us last week. I was a little nervous. We were sort of talking about the Celtics and their matchup against the Nets, and there was a sort of I just didn't want it to like. Well, Celtics did not win another game in that se- series, <laughs> and our, our sports show curse uh, reared its head again. But nope, nope. The, the Celtics were able to actually complete the sweep, mm. beating the Brooklyn Nets in four games straight, which I I was surprised by. I'm very happy, um, but I have to admit I was a little 
just disappointed that yeah. he's pointed to as like this might be the greatest first round matchup and I'm so tired of the mm-hmm. overreaction of sports media but I was a little disappointed but uh, uh, happy for the Celtics that they just sure. uh, showed themselves very well so everyone is talking about you know how you know KD uh, was with the Warriors he went mm-hmm. there won two championships but then sort of came to Brooklyn to seemingly you know, you know like people say well he wanted to to do it by his own he wanted to build his own team and all yeah. these things and for me what this proves is Wow, Draymond Green must have been really annoying for yeah. him, which I do. I think he's just like, I can't work with that guy yeah. for another year. That's for me. Uh, all these mm-hmm. things like he wanted to show his legs. I was like, no. I just think he was like, I, I cannot well, go through another season it was, with Draymond Green. Warriors are Steph Curry's team, too. Right. There's that, too. So I think I think there's multiple right. factors in there. So but I, but I understand. That. There's just sometimes there's a guy that you're like, ah. Um, uh, but there's that. Uh, anything else from the sports world? That we, there's we lots, but let's. Uh, I, I'm loving this Grizzlies uh, thing. Uh, Grizzlies uh, Timberwolves thing. A lot of uh, John ja Morant with the yes. dunk of the year last wow. night, and then also a lot of the too small gesture. Yeah, <laughs> we we need to come back with that because that's getting to be a little too much. Um, so uh, sometimes in the world when you are like see that sports on, you're like, no, I'm not going to watch. I'm going to watch something that other people in my house right. would like to watch. And then you go, oh, I, t- I can catch the last six minutes of this. And the universe goes, oh, here's an amazing last six minutes of a game. I, that game was like, awesome oh, last night. Yeah, That's great. Okay, so um, who are we saying goodbye to this week? So we come, as we do at the end of most shows, to our Coffin Corner where we uh, recognize uh, some people who have uh, uh, left us um, uh, quickly. The, the world of uh, entertainment. Uh, the actor Robert Morse mm-hmm. uh, passed away. He, he he did really well with the revival of uh, How to Succeed in Business mm-hmm. without really trying. Just kind of had that signature gap between his teeth. If you remember, kind of and great on Mad Men uh, too, and Mad Men as well. Um, uh, uh, from the world of sports, um, yeah, Daryl LaMonica, the uh, Mad Bomber, the Mad Bomber who played for both the Raiders mm-hmm. and the Bills. One so, of our connective tissues. Connective tissues. So uh, <laughs> that was a big one. Uh, I would also say, yeah. So we talked how uh, NHL lost a legend with Mike Bossy mm-hmm. uh, passing away uh, on last week's show, and this week. Uh, Guy Lafleur, yeah, um, amazing. So, as a Bruins fan, mm. the, the the Canadians are your uh, arch enemy, and he was just so good and so constantly good. beating the team. That you're like, how did he do that all the time? <laughs> so, um, and, and a fun fun name to say. Yes, and he was just amazing. Thanks for listening to Run That Back. We'll see you next week.